Ah, welcome to a special flyover episode. I brought a couple of my favorite people. Um, I got King. Yes, sir. And Trill. Sending. So, it's good to have you guys here. So, um, we haven't put anything out on Fresh and Clean in a little bit. Nate's been busy. I've been busy. So, I thought we'd put something out. And uh, I picked the hottest day uh, of the year to do it. <laughs> Had to, huh? i just been hanging out in my car with the AC on. It's actually my kind of weather right here, minus the humidity. Mm-mm. I'll take 70. Oh, last Friday we were playing golf. It was like 70 and windy, and it rained a little bit. And I was perfect like, man, this way. is perfect. It ain't too hot, too cold. You're straight. I woke, up, yeah, I woke up last night uh, around 3.30 in the morning, walked outside, sat on the patio, and I was like, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have to put a jacket on. I was like, I don't even think I need a shirt out here. Man. So, um, but I figure we're going to have some fun today. We always do get some excited. We got some viewer questions because people knew we were coming on. So I'm going to get some viewer questions. Okay. Okay. Um, and last time we talked, uh, we made a uh, uh, trail turn red a little bit. He told some old school stories that made us all giggle. <laughs> Since it is summertime, do you guys have ho- summer traditions growing up? Like we used to go to Holiday World. We get in the Econo van. Yeah. Open up both doors because it had no fucking AC. And we're heading down to the holiday world. That was our vacation. Uh, as we got older, we would go to Kings Island. Yeah, I was about to say. Well, when, they, when, when they start making more money, we went to Kings Island. <laughs> I have a funny Kings Island story I'll tell you real fast, right? Yeah. So when AIDS first happened, right, they took over the color red, right? They did, which, you know, support people, Yeah. Uh, support your cause. I didn't know this, right, because I'm a kid. Go to Kings Island. It's AIDS Awareness Day. They're mm. all wearing red. And and my 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 brother, my cousin, and my other cousin are teenagers, right? They're and they are just giving me hell. Yeah. Cause they keep they keep saying, you know, gay guys or whatever, but like, hey, aren't you, <laughs> aren't you supposed to be with them? And then uh um they keep asking me if I want to ride the log ride, which I didn't get as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and then as I got older, I thought about that story. I was like, man, that's some bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I kept getting high fives from strangers all day. So, I, I think they either, they thought I had AIDS because I kept getting high fives and like, hey, <laughs> you, you'll get through this. I was like, like, did, like you, did you ride the log? Yes, I rode in the front. <laughs> I was too young to be in the back. <laughs> oh, man. But I was like, man, first time in Kings Island, they're supportive as fuck up there, man. <laughs> yeah. They must have known my dad left. They're real supportive <laughs> and high fiving, saying you'll get you'll be okay, kid. And then find out, and, and so, but yeah, no one's no one's meaner than your fucking relatives. Like they're the meanest people possible. Man, cruel as hell. So, did you like did you like rides? Yeah, I, I get on everything moving. True. Now, uh, now I can't do it, but when I was younger, yeah, I I was okay until I had. I hurt my back in sixth grade. Okay. And then after that, if I ride a wooden roller coaster, <laughs> my back, and then with my neck, I'd end up with a migraine. Yeah. I but I love water parks. Yeah. Yeah. I almost flew off one. Damn. What? <laughs> Dude, I I'm, I lived a stupid life. Man. So me and one of my close friends, Clint, um, when I was in shape, I was right around 240. He was right around 240. We were in shape. Like, yeah. You know, great shape. So we go up to get on the dual tube. We're in South Carolina. Folly Island, if you go there, beautiful island. 
And so we go to the water park, and the guy, they have a 16-year-old kid manning the fucking water thing. He didn't look at our weight and be like, ah, <clears throat> hey, guys, maybe we should take your kid. He's like, nah, you guys are good. As we go down, because we weigh so much, we flip it. So we're face down, and the tube is on our back. So all you see is a tube, and, and my, my face is in his crotch. And it's <laughs> banging against the bottom of the tube the whole way down. Like, and then so we, we go over, and my elbow... Is over the side of the tube because it's an open tube one. Yeah. So I'm feeling the outside of the tube, like oh shit. So we, so luckily we're kind of athletic, so we were able to figure ourselves to get back in place. Almost flew off of that. Did any red shirt see you? No. <laughs> no. no, thank God. But I almost, <laughs> almost flew out of uh, a ride in Holiday World. Damn. Once again, they didn't say I weighed enough. I got in it, and then my aunt had to lay on me so I wouldn't fly out. It was the one that looked like. Um, uh, steps and then it would go and then come down and go and come down and then um, I think at the county fair I got stuck on a Ferris wheel with the door open when I was like six. Oh, now that I don't ride the ferry rides. Those are the only rides I won't ride. Like if it's like I ride the bumper cars or the shit that goes around, but if it's off the ground, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because as a kid I did because you didn't know yeah. better. Then you get yeah. older and you're like. Yeah, they throw that shit up too fast. You see the Mickey Mouse tattoos, the prison tattoos, <laughs> and then and then now you know you know if you offer them fentanyl, you could ride for all you want. You probably know, you know. Hell no. The county fair, you... county fair was a shit growing up as a kid. Your your parents will let you go and run around by yourself. Are you going to the? Uh, are you going to the county fair? What is it? The, State uh, fair. No, the. Uh, the one to be out here, Marion County Fair. Yeah, the county fair. Uh, I usually go down to the one in Franklin. <clears throat> okay. Um, and we usually go to that one, and then um, we go to the state fair. I hate I hate fairs. I do. I, I don't like going. Shit, I love the state fair. Really? Now that I'm older, I just go for the food. No, I love that part. It's just the, <laughs> it's the parking. Yeah, and then, yeah it's a waste of money. And then, just... and then was, and like when I used to go with my mom, she would always make us go get the free shit out of the booths or whatever. Yeah. Without air conditioning booths, they all had like the you know the huge ass fan. And mom would get her little fan. She'd get her uh, yardstick that we would break within a day. Yeah. She'd want to see all the booths. And I was like, I don't like doing that stuff. Yeah. Plus, where I work at, we were working fairs. We would take our, where we work at, we would go work fairs. And I was like, this is just terrible. Okay. <laughs> I've always had good parking. My uh, my mother's mother, my mother's mom, she uh, stays like five minutes from the state fair. So parking was never an issue. All the family always come over there, park, and we walk to the fair. How do we have the worst road leading to the fair? They're actually fixing it now. Did you see how they were fixing it? It looks like a pimple's ass because it like, it's like this. Yeah. And they're not smoothing it out. Uh, they may have changed it now. I've been, I haven't been over there about three or four weeks. Yeah, they, 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 uh, they have definitely taken up some of the old concrete, and they are repaving it. The one up, well, there's one in front of Keystone, and then there's one. Well, they fixed that one. The one in front of Kroger, right down here, yeah. it's that deep and Damn. that wide. Yeah, it would take it. It would basically it would it would eat a car. It's basically a three bedroom crater. Yeah, <laughs> and it's in Greenwood, which is which I find hilarious because you know they try to keep up with Carmel, yeah. but it's on the Indianapolis side of County Line, so maybe that's why. Now the craziest thing, um, I live up north now. And coming down 80th Street when it was snow outside and the plow had came through, pulled up some of the old, uh, the, um. Rebar? Yeah, where they had repaved it, you know, just stuffed the, uh, chuck holes or whatever. And 
I say less than a week they were out there fixing it. Well, two years ago on twenty first and Ar- uh twenty first in Arlington, mm-hmm. the rebar was coming out of the ground. Damn. Yeah. And then there was no there they put no cones around it, no nothing. They just like fuck it. It's it's the east side. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. The east side roads are terrible. Boy. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was over there on Arlington. I was over there this week, last weekend. It was still pretty rough, so. Yeah. Um, so, you guys, so you went to Kings Island. Have you been, have you guys been to, like, Disney World or anything like that? Yeah, I have. I had to. I went on my honeymoon. <clears throat> How was it? Fucking terrible. Which park did you go to? Uh, Disney World in Orlando. Like, they got different parks, though. They got, uh, we, like, went the, the, we went to the child one. The Magic Kingdom. Yeah. We, got yeah, the, we went yeah. to Magic Kingdom. We have yeah, but Animal. Kingdom, the Magic Kingdom, and it's like a water park too. Nah, we went to well when we went. I was uh fifteen, and my auntie and my dad and my well they all went and sat through like a two hour long timeshare thing. Yeah, yeah. So we got free tickets at the end of that. We went mm-hmm. to we went on. Uh, we got married in August two thousand one. Then September eleventh happened. Our Damn. honey honeymoon was scheduled for October eleventh. I mean, I got pulled out of every line. Yeah. This is this is how I dressed. Like I didn't have. Oh, they wouldn't let you go through. No, they just kept pulling me out and making. Uh, I had my hat on. I had to keep taking my hat off. I had on basketball shorts. They wanted to see, and I had sandals on. They want. They still wanted to see everything. <laughs> Damn. I was like, I was just dark enough. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but nah. no, we, but uh, but I get it. But it'd it been great if we took the kids of Walt Disney World. Yeah. But like, I I think we should. I would have rather went to Universal Studios or something like yeah, that. I've been to Universal been Studios too. Never and, been there. But and that was. I like the like the Back to Future ride and some of those other mm-hmm. rides and stuff like Jurassic that. Jurassic Park, the uh, King Kong, Jaws. I went. I went. I didn't. I went in like fucking ninety six or ninety four, ninety five. Right I, went, I was probably about like nine, ten years old. Uh, so you've been like it's that what's that Twister Simulator? Yeah, yeah, that. And it was another one. You know the coolest thing I went to there? They showed how sitcoms were made. Mm. Oh, they showed the. Uh, so they showed how they make the lightning, how they make this sound and that sound. Yeah. So to me, that that's to me that was the coolest thing I did. And they're like, why is that? Because I'm like, I love to know how things work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they were showing how like the audience laugh with the applause sign, and then how they, all the stuff. I love that. I don't even know if they still have that, but to me that was that was so beneficial to me to 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 watch or whatever. So, um, so you guys just been to the basic ones? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I went. In, it was a uh, two thousands, early two thousands. I was a uh, fourteen or fifteen. Steph and Justice went to Bush Gardens when we went to Florida on vacation in April. I heard that was nice. I didn't want to go. I don't want to. And we dropped them off and we went shopping. Me and the boy, me and Eugene, Call went shopping. They're like, we walked ten miles a day, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, nope, not it. Only in Vegas. Never been there either. I've been to the airport. Even the airport can get you in trouble. With Vegas? Yeah. Vegas is expensive. I used to fly into the, I used to fly from Indy to Vegas, Vegas to Reno. So I'd have like a couple hours layover and yeah. in Vegas you can still smoke cigarettes in those rooms and guess what? They have mm. slot machines. I got hooked <laughs> I got hooked on Will Fortune because it, it was three different levels. Yeah. The hotel you mean? No, I was just in the airport. Oh. Uh-uh. Yeah, they everywhere. Now they they have everywhere. that game at uh uh 
Anderson. What's down here? Shelbyville. Yeah, they got that game in Shelbyville, and it gets you hooked because it's still the same setup, the three different levels. And if you hit it, you go to the next yep. level. And yep. if you make it to the next <laughs> level, that's an automatic win, and there's nothing less than $200 on there. So. I, I was at 500 and they're calling for my flight. Damn. Uh, but I had priority boarding and didn't worry about it. I, had, okay. I, was, I was riding, I think I was seat, like, I'm, I was usually seat, like, 1A or 1B. I know. You was like, damn, I'm heating up the machine. Yep. When I went to Reno, went to that casino. Yeah, um, I actually i i I found it where most of them are what dollar those you can go anywhere fifty cents to a dollar in those Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I was playing a hundred dollar a hand. <laughs> I was uh I was up. Yeah, now the one up here in uh, Shelbyville, that's a three dollar machine. So, well, there's so if you go, to, we went to this casino in Reno, or I'm sorry, in Lake Tahoe, and um. These three machines were sitting in the corner by themselves, just by themselves, because they were like hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars just to play a hand. Yeah. And I was like, I'll try this. So I get up like four or five hundred bucks or whatever, and then lost it all. And then I and Steph was with me. And she does not like to gamble. I gave her like four hundred dollars to gamble, and she came back. She came back in like ten minutes. And I was like, I was like, did you lose all that? No, I still have three ninety. And I'm like, well, what you do? She's like, I'm bored. Man. Now, I would like the cards. I know how to play blackjack. I know how to play Texas Hold'em and Omaha. So, I'd definitely be at the card table. Well, I wanted to, but she was with me. Um, She'd definitely be bored. Yeah, because I could play the card table for as long twenty. I like the longest we played was nineteen straight hours we played. Nineteen hours. Yeah, that's my good game. It's I know a, you it's up a, like a motherfucker. It's a cash game. Yeah. So. And then and so, she's addicted, man. Especially uh, when you get to winning. Yep. So we yeah, we started on Once what, I win, eject. We started at like five we started like five o'clock in the afternoon. I don't think i we finished until like almost midday next day. Yeah, I mean th- this is when I was too far into it. Like I was taking a thousand, two thousand dollars roll with me to play. Yeah. So mm. it wasn't one of those ten dollar cash and buy ins where I play fucking stupid. I was playing with golf bros. Mm-hmm. So I just let them keep drinking. I don't. I didn't drink. I just let them keep drinking and drinking, and they just start playing stupid. And then, and then, but a certain point in time though, I, I used to play in places that were like a speakeasy down on Southeastern, yeah. where you'd knock on the door and they would open the slit and they have a camera. They would let you in. Mm-hmm. That's why I knew I was out of control when the guys were walking around tables with guns, make sure nobody steals or robs it. <laughs> I was like, I need to make better life choices. <laughs> now, I was a big gambler. Uh, I started really gambling in middle school i was taught how to shoot dice two dice and once i got introduced to that it was over now a lot of people know me from shooting dice in high school we would be after school in the restroom at arlington on the third level by the cafeteria (laughs) shooting dice now let me ask you a question is it more about the money to me about when i gambled it was more about beating the person no it was strictly about the money I got to the point I didn't care about the money because when I come home, we had a big computer desk like this at, at the house in Whiteland, and I would just put, I would just leave the money for her on the table, and I would keep just enough to keep playing, because mm. I want to see uh, if I could beat these people just yeah. based off skill. Yeah, and that's the only thing I cared about. I got obsessed with beating people. I didn't care about the money, okay. right? And then that's where I was just like, um, and then, but then I was I wouldn't be afraid to. Lose money. You can't be afraid to lose money if you're going to gamble. Uh, of course not. That's why I don't understand people um, that just get mad. Like, 
there's a 50-50 chance that you are going to lose your money. So why are you even gambling? They get mad. We used to play golf when we would play a per hole. And then that's when I that's when I was like, it wasn't about the money. It's like I'm gonna beat you, and yeah. then, you, then you're gonna have to hand me this money. Yeah, <laughs> this, this before cash app. <laughs> so you have to hand this to me and know that like I took this from you because I'm better than you. Yeah. To me, that was to me that was more important. Now that's that's definitely satisfying to see somebody in that type of emotion, knowing that okay, I just beat you. Now gently hand me the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then that I think that's that's where it was was when you talk about that day with your son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I was the same way when we played back when we had a basketball goal with the boys. I, we, there's no taking it easy. We bet on 2K. Whenever we play, we bet. Oh, we used to do that in high school. Yeah, we mm-hmm. uh, someone punched a fucking hole in my wall because I beat him. Damn. We were, <laughs> we were playing Coach K on Sega. That's how old it is. Damn. Damn. And so Coach K was like one of the best EA basketball games ever made. Yeah. So we we would play that and fucking. Uh, that's after we went to like workouts for football, basketball, whatever fucking summer session it was, whatever. We go back to the apartment. My mom worked third shift or whatever. She's at work, so we just fucking wall out or whatever and just fucking do whatever. Yeah. And curse and you know. Yeah. <laughs> and like one of my best friends to this day, he actually just had a lung transplant. Weird story, but. Um, fucking, I beat him and punched a hole in my wall. And this isn't, and then I was like, oh my God. I was just like, my mom's going to fucking kill me. So we hung a poster up <laughs> until he pissed me off. And I showed mom, like, hey, look what Drew did. And she called his parents and he had to come over and fix it or whatever. But yeah. But no, I mean, I love that competitive part. But when I play cards, I will sit there. I can get, sit there probably. I remember playing in this tournament with a lot of my buddies. Like, you know, we're all talkative. Yeah. I didn't talk for like 10 hours. Just didn't talk unless it was like something about that. And then one of my buddies pulled me aside. He's like, hey, man, is everything okay with you? You going? I was like, no. I was like, I'm playing cards. He's, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you haven't made one joke. You haven't made fun of one person. You sit here for almost six hours and say a fucking word. He's like, I don't like this. Like, I'm competing, man. Back out. Because so, <laughs> everybody else was having a good time or whatever. I think I finished third out of 200. Mm. Nice. The only time I lost my shit is when I played in a charity tournament at a church. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you lose it at the church? Because like the winner got like a, a thousand bucks, right? Uh, okay. And so we were playing with playing with people, and then I think it was like I think I got um, Ace King suited. Yeah. And then so I I did normal three times the the blind three yeah. times. Three times, raised it three times like you're supposed to. People should fold, 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 unless they got something, right? Yeah. I get called by two people, and I'm like, so three people to pot. They're sitting like 10 at a table at this time, mm. right? So I'm just trying to get rid of people, whatever. And it it hits me like, it hits, I think, I had ace-king, so it comes out ace-king. So mm. top two pair. I'm first to act, so guess what? I you, The rule is you lead into it, right? You, you know, whatever. Yeah. One guy folds, other guy calls. Because it cuts like eight, ace, king, seven. Mm. Right? So he calls. The next card's a deuce. So there's seven deuce, ace, king. And then the last card is, um, I think, a deuce. What did you have? What? I had ace, king. So I'm sitting top so you two had pair. Two pair. Yeah. But it came out seven, deuce, seven. Right? So, uh-huh. yeah. And then the guy kept calling. So I slowed down. I was like, all right, I need to slow down. So I checked. <laughs> and he checked. He had seven deuce. Mm. 
He called seven deuce three times the blind without seeing a flop. Mm. I go, what are you doing? He goes, what? I go, what are you doing? I was like, why would you call that? I was, I was like, you're, I was like, you're, like this makes no sense. He was hey, like, sometimes you just gotta go for it. Oh, oh, you would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went outside, and they had a break. I went outside, and the guy invited me. He's like, and I told him, this, <laughs> he told three. He told me the story. He goes, uh, he goes, hey, what happened? I told him. He goes, dude, you have to play. You have to play this tournament like this since it's not with good players. Like everybody's stupid. <laughs> and that's how I play the rest of the way. So, but I ended up finished third. It was pretty. I was pretty proud of that one. Um, but some of the questions that came in though, because they know that acting music is a big part of you guys. Mm-hmm. Trill, do you remember like the first time that you knew that you wanted to make music, and what was the first piece like equipment that you got to do it? You want to know the truth? Yeah, I was probably about four or five years old. My older cousin used to think she was a rapper. Yeah. And basically, she used to have me sing, like, my first, it was, like, probably my fourth or fifth Christmas, I got, a, like, a toy version of a karaoke machine. With the and microphone? It was the okay. one with the mic with the tape where you could put the actual real tape in and record. Yep. And we was on there recording on there. Was shit. it, like, real plasticky? Yeah. Yep. Like, a, was it Tyco or Fisher-Price yeah. or something yep. like that? Fish, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, it was, like, I say probably a couple years later, I was, like, five or six I used to live in apartments out south, out for Raymond. Okay. And basically, the radio station, I don't remember, I think it was, back then it was 105.7 or 96.3. They brought a truck out there, and they were live, on broadcasting live, and they were letting people rap on the radio. This was around the time when Biggie Smalls had to hypnotize out. Okay. And they was playing an instrumental and letting people rap to it. And somehow, I ended up making my way to the microphone. I started rapping, and... Everybody just went crazy about it. Then after that, it's just like, all right, knew that was that's what I was gonna do. It's just like, I gotta figure out how to do that again. Whatever I did, I don't know what it was, but what was the have, first bigger piece of equipment that you bought? Bigger uh, Radio Shack keyboard. <laughs> yep. Yep. Radio Shack keyboard. I can't tell you which one it was. I know it was like at least two hundred dollar keyboard, two three hundred dollar keyboard. Did you put? Did you? Was you? Um, was there? Was you using Fruity Loops then? Was it? No, it wasn't Fruity Loops. wasn't even out then. Out then. So yeah. how did you make the the like the the core transition? Transition. Um, like I I got introduced like we started with like the desktop computer. Okay. I don't know with the tower and all that. I had a was it a Dell. Or a gateway, one of them. It was like I had the computer. <laughs> gateway, start- were, gateway was real inexpensive. I remember that. Yeah, see, we used to. Uh, what I used to have on there, we had that. Uh, what's the thing where you can bootleg music? Where they they got Kaza. shut down. Kaza. Yeah, we had that on there. And then I found out that you can download programs and stuff on there. Damn. And then somebody told me, like somebody, I think we. Was, it was probably in high school when I first got introduced to Fruity Loops. Mm, like I this dude that. used to we make beats that. and stuff. And basically, he uh, he downloaded the demo on my computer, and I sat there and watched him. He made a whole beat. I'm like, how the hell is he doing this shit? And then I just started playing with it. I started messing with it. Then I just started watching other people doing it. Every time I, I watched somebody do it, I was catching on to what they was doing. Okay, are you doing it this way? And I just, like, second nature. And then, like, my senior year, so I, well, junior or senior year in high school, I took a piano <laughs> class, so I started getting, starting being more knowledgeable of like keys, chords, and stuff like that. And then it's just been up ever since. What's your favorite piece of equipment you have right now? Right now, 
I say my mic. The T. I got the TLM one o three. Okay. Yeah, that. Um, I don't really use too much hardware, but I'm working on getting some because I I've just been work. I've been working with this producer. His name DJ Stereo. He got an MPC and the way he be moving through that, like maneuvering through it, it's like everything I got, but my stuff is the longer way. Like he doing that, it so quick. That's he, what the, this MPD. Yeah, it's something like that, but it's a little bit bigger. It's well, like this is the MPD. This is the smaller version. Yeah. I, the MPC is the way to go because one of my favorite producers is is Marco Polo, who works with Master Ace, right? Yeah. And what a lot of the producers now is they'll put their drums and stuff on there. Like I have Marco Polo pad, then I'll go to that pad. Yeah. And then the the drums are preset and then I just go through and do it. And mm-hmm. I've, I've been watching Jermaine Dupree on TikTok and like he's shown the old floppy disk, how he put it in there and then DJ Premier. And I'm just like in awe. Yeah. Like, I mean, and then my, um, my favorite thing that I have is probably, honestly, I, mine's probably my record player. I like how I like how much because the thing that when we first started the show that was that was off of a record I cut and then went into the the newer style or whatever yeah. it, was, it was just a rough cut or whatever because <clears throat> the the thing I'm doing now that I enjoy doing it is taking something t- taking a sample slowing it down or fat speeding it up and then trying to match the tempo with the beat and mm. then do it that way but also on Twitter I follow this I, I don't have I don't know what it is. But it shows the original songs that people are sampling. Uh, and yeah, holy yeah. shit, people sample a lot of the same songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's right. And a lot of it is 70s soul. Yeah. 70s soul, yeah. yeah. And then so I bought a lot of 70s jazz records. And I have actually have one from like the one that you heard on air was from 1918, 1920, I think. Mm-hmm. That's, from, uh, right, that's from a song from 1920 that I pulled off of there. Oh, damn. So, and that's just because I like 90s East Coast dirty grimy beats yeah yeah same thing about 90s music though a lot of them really didn't have a lot of samples it was mainly the drums they it was lost, just, they so it was really kind of hard to sample that type of music unless you just replaying the drums or something like that or building a melody around the drums and then de la soul i think came out with three feet high and rising yeah. i think that was full of samples and then that's when people started suing people for the samples mm. yeah like yeah. in the 90s they sampled a lot of the jazzy type beats yep yeah, so yeah, and um, like um, DJ Premier is probably my favorite of all. Um, I know he's not as well known as like Dre and some of the other people or whatever, but he did. I mean, he just came out with a new, um, he did a song with um, Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels. Um, which is, um, uh, I think, Killer Mike. I think that's, I'll, I'll pull it up here in a second. But there's a song that he did. Um, <laughs> So I'm a, I just like I don't know, because there's certain beats that you hear and you're like, all right, like it just gets you from the beginning. Um, Greg Nice from Nice and Smooth, just a little bit older. They had the band called a band group called Nice and Smooth, and they did a song with Gangstar called The Wick. So I'm gonna see if I can get this pulled up. Without. So like your pad is plugged in through Logic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, actually, my my no, I actually have the MPC program. Oh, okay, okay. So, and I could switch between this one, and then I can also go through the, that piano, too. Because okay. it's a key, a Kia, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, a Kai. A Kai. So, <laughs> yeah. those are both a Kai. This is something that I found that came with their own program, but I don't even need to use it. Oh, okay. Because that's the one where I showed you where you just, it'll play, you could just line it all up differently. Yeah. But I, I need to get Pro Tools. It's the only thing I don't have, but I have Logic. Yeah. I want Pro Tools, though. 
Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I haven't, I mean, cause it's addicting when you get something to sound right. So, but there's so much knowledge and people think that, um, you have to, you almost have to go back to school to learn the programs <laughs> and that, and that, and that's that one. Uh, so this is the one I was talking about. Well, they pulled a couple samples from, well, they pulled a sample from an older song from the nineties. <clears throat> That's from Premiere. That's the it's from the Jewels, but it actually came from now. Kind of sounds like some Wu Tang. Yeah, and then when I listen to music now, and I was listening, I was talking to someone else that makes music. He's like, now when you listen to beats or something, like you're trying to figure out what's in it. Like, is there is what kind of drums in it? You know, yeah. is this in it? You know, piano. And so um, that's something. Now it's now it's changed, but it makes me accept music even more. So even if there's something out there that you don't like, but you're like, wow, that production is like, holy shit. Yeah. So I, I've grown to um, love people that, you know, take things from scratch and stuff like that. So that song right there that came out from Run the Jewels real fast. Um, wow. Came from this. So that actually took one of his old beats and just updated it. So, mm-hmm. but Premier has his own radio show on um, Shade Four Five. Oh, so okay. I watch clips from that. He'll go through and he'll, he'll, he pulls out uh, the floppy disk <laughs> and he goes through and, and it's wrote on there like this was yeah. from this. This is how I got that. To me, that's to me that's amazing. Uh, King, when did when did you know I can't sing? Like I, I can, might do some country. I know it because it's in my roots. You know, I could probably do some country. You know that twang a little bit, yeah. But other than that, I can't hold a note. It's terrible. Sounds fucking terrible. I did karaoke once and I quit. <laughs> I was like, "Here you go. I'm gonna go ahead and leave." But what was there something that like got you or inspired you to like? I want to sing. Sing. <laughs> I know. I know. What I want to talk about: singing, acting, doing all that, and rapping. I know you do all that. Well, I can sing, but that's the one area in life I'm shy at. So. I um don't do it often, but uh, I was younger. Like my mother can sing, my father can sing, so you know vocally it's in me. But I just choose not to use that aspect of music. So you won't sing a love ballad if we want you to? Hell no, I would. <laughs> really, I yeah. I don't like. I, I think that's I think that's that's very. Um, I think it's it's kind of scary to do. Well, was there something that you knew that you wanted to pursue? Like, hey, I wanted, I know I want to act. 
Yeah. Because, like, a lot of kids growing up, they would do, like, little plays for their family or, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Was there something like, hey, I want I want to sit, I want to do this? Yeah, well, it was a performance for the church I did. And once I did it and seen how everything worked as far as behind stage and actually making the production, I'm like, okay, this is it. This is what I want to do. This is this is my gift right here because I got it so natural and I didn't have to have much coaching and I mean to me it was just common sense acting is it's not really acting it's just performing real life scenarios or situation or taking your mind back to times that would be similar to the scenario you have on paper no I get that when was the first thing that you that you acted in where you knew that you had to practice learn lines was it in church mm-hmm yep uh what was the name of the play i want to say it was called walk of life and then from there after that was my first actual broadway production it was a uh, langston hughes black nativity at the madam walker theater and I just kept going from there. And then, and then, um, and then, how do you transition? I know acting and music kind of go together. When did it transition? Like, hey, I, I want to do some hip hop. Well, that was always in me, just being young and <clears throat> growing up in the hip hop and rap era. Me and the buddies, we would just be outside, just freestyling all day, and that was our pastime, just freestyling. So. You know, a couple of the older guys around here, man, y'all need to record that or y'all need to quit wasting that. And, you know, so. That's what old heads do. Yeah. <laughs> the So do you remember the first time that you wrote something down and then you're, and then how long before the first time you wrote something down until you actually recorded it? Was it a longer process or did you like start writing and then it may take two, three years before you actually recorded something? Well, the first time it actually happened was with my buddy Troy, and we was at this uh, DJ. His name is uh, AI, that's Artificial Intelligence, uh, DJ AI, and he recorded us. And it took about, for my first, like, first 16-bar verse, it took about an hour. And went in there and gave me a couple pointers on how to recited behind the mic and it was magic from there and then and then when did you guys link up together we linked up we were no, it was like in high school uh he was uh getting bullied in a lunchroom and stuff and i told him stop picking on the boy leave him alone man like definitely not <laughs> i'm just joking uh, we were actually in art class and I was like the art teacher. She was one of my favorite teachers, and she would kind of give me leeway, you know, because I would get my work done and then, you know, bullshit around. But if she needed help, I would help her. Anything she needed, you know, I would basically do, or, you know, I wasn't a bad kid. And she used to always let me on her computer, and I downloaded the Fruity Loops, and I'm over there making beats, and he come, and that's what he did, and we linked up from there, and we've been rocking ever since. Do you have a, like a whole year or two? Am I? Yeah. 
Nah, we was playing around on the beats in there, and I just came. I was like, I already knew a little something. Check this out. This is how you do this. Woo, woo. And then after that, we lost touch at the school. And what happened was Boogie was coming to mm, my studio. Yeah, and he okay. was like, uh, one of my uh, artists that come to my studio and record, trying to get in the studio. They, how much you charge studio time? He came through, and then it went from there. Like, okay, yeah. like he came around spitting. I'm like, because at first, like it's like how I used to make music. It was literally like kind of like if you seen you seen the Wu Tang show. Yeah, it was kind of like that. We'd be in the room. It's like the first three, four people that's done with their verses. They on the song. If you ain't done by then, it's a challenge. You gotta whoever got the best verses, they coming on the track. Other than that, you, you get left behind type thing. But then like the group dismantled, and then when he came in recording, I'm like, man, I gotta step my game up. Like, cause like it ain't fun. I'm working. It's like I've been doing this for so long. It's like I don't have any challenge in here no more. He was spitting something. Like, okay. Then I think you you it was that Lil Wayne track that you brought in there, the instrumental. Which one? The one with the love where it had like the, they was in the ER and stuff. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, you trying to hop on this? And it really wasn't my style, but I was like, I'm always up for a challenge musically. Like, I like to push the envelope. Like, let me try something different. So I just tried it and we start working from there after that. Because I already had shows and stuff going. <clears throat> Like you trying to get on the show, you trying to perform at this spot. And I knew where all the open mics and stuff was, so we started doing shows and then we just started doing music and just been going. Is there still open mics now? Vaguely. I mean, if it is, I don't know. But like, yeah, I mean, there's 9,000 comedy ones. Yeah. Yeah, once I started getting paid for shows, I kind of lost touch with that side of the world. Again. When was the last time you did a show? Last time I did a show, it was probably, I want to say... Was it last year? Around August? August? Was that when you brought the posters? Yep, it was that project. Okay. Yep, that was the last one. Because I haven't really dropped no music. I've been recording. I got like four projects already done, but I just haven't released anything yet. So do you ever, do you have a approximately like a release date when you want to release it? Um, I don't have no set date yet. I was looking to release something every week in the summer, but... It ain't going according to plan right now. So I say the latest, probably the first week of July. Yeah. I dropped the first one. I have a, I have a buddy. Um, that's what he did. He dropped one new song a week. Yeah. And then it was a, he was from a, he had recorded so much music during COVID because you couldn't tour, couldn't mm -hmm. do anything, that he just started releasing one song a week. Yeah. And, and it was songs that wouldn't couldn't make his album. He, So that's why he did it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, was is how much... How hard is it for you to release music in an aspect of like, yeah, I don't like this. We need to fix this. We need to fix this. Like, how bad are you? When it it's not really that. It's more like the marketing campaign. Cause like, I've released the whole. E well, I released probably was it two albums last year? Like, well, two projects last year, and like it's they weren't pro like one of them was promoted. It's still getting promoted to this day. That's the one with the poster and stuff. But the other one is like a ghost project. You can look it up. It's on Apple Music, but. We didn't put the right marketing because it's like I did most of the mixing, engineering, and stuff like that. But the person I was engaged with on the project, they wasn't doing their end. So it's like, I'm just leave it alone and focus on some more stuff. More yeah. And then, are you, do you have any music to release here soon? Or are you, are you guys tied together on that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Currently, it's in the making right now. I'm dragging my ass on that end. Why? Because he live in the gym. 
Will you not let him record shirtless? Is that why he's mad? <laughs> I think so. Nah, it ain't that. <laughs> getting him in the gym is the problem. I mean, got me in the studio is the problem. Getting him out the gym and in the studio is the problem. Is it? Is it one of those things where when it hits, it's a hundred miles? Let's go. Yeah. And, but you just gotta wait. Like that, you t- asked me if I had been making any beats. I just haven't like been yeah. inspired to do anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it'll hit me, and I'll, I'll try to do. 20 and like one will be decent and i'm like and i'll knock out 20 and i'm like i like one of them 20 right? beats that's a lot <laughs> well like i said i like one of them yeah well for me i just gotta hear something that's he's i gotta picky. hear something that's banging like what'd you say he's picky i'm look, not necessarily he's look i'll play a beat hey what you think about this beat i can play it right now i can play one on my phone uh, I don't like the way the hi hats clap like that. Man, no, this is something. Then, then when I put my verse and my hook on there, is it an open verse on there? Can I put a verse on that one? Yes, that's what you did with that last track. Which one? The last one I just played. The last one I recorded. I literally, literally recorded it yesterday. You was like, is it an open verse on there? I ain't never heard that one. You have heard it. I played it for you at the gym. <laughs> I played it for you. You said, uh, I don't like how this sound like that, like that, or something. You said you critiqued it more than you just seen the vision for it. <laughs> well, sometimes I just got to have the right motivation, you know. I think he needs a hug after this because he's not <laughs> eating a cookie and he's sitting right beside him and he's talking about the beats. He may need a hug after this. He's going through <laughs> a lot today. Mm. Um, this, week. this week. This week. But I guess, but one of them, have you. One thing that TikTok has blown up a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Are you on TikTok? Yep, just got active on there probably you, like a month ago. Because you have a, your studio is a very nice setup. It looks very professional. <laughs> um, and then I've seen a lot of people record. Um, obviously, they're recording, but it's not the song playing over the whatever. Have you? I mean, that I think when you're talking about marketing, like I've list, I've like, oh, who is this? Then I'll go to Apple Music and I'll pull their stuff up. Like, yeah. that's how I found, like, two or three new people that I listen probably more than that, that I listen to. Okay. So, you, what you saying, like, lip syncing or something? No. Um, no, it's I get it's almost like a small music video. So, it's I don't want to say lip sync. It's like a small music I haven't fully figured out the TikTok thing yet. I'm still learning. It. I'm still learning how to put, like, your own, um, your own sound on there. That's the dog. Oh. <laughs> so... But that's all I'm learning is because now I like there's so many people, like a couple of people I found, and even artists that I, I haven't didn't know had an album out, they'll come up on my algorithm I'm like, oh shit, new album, and then I'll go check it out. Because on TikTok, on you, I heard I can't even find a song like um, like YG, he got a song out right. Kevin now. Gates had, did he had a song that was real popular that people were using for their clips for their videos. Yeah, he never released. It's only on YouTube. How do you do that? <laughs> I'm trying to see this stuff. I ain't figured out. But th- that's the whole point. Is like I I posted a video of just our our Apple whatever when you hit play on Apple Podcasts and like 600 people viewed it right and that's nothing for TikTok. But I'm like that's a that's no hashtags just experimenting. Yeah. And then now if you like put something behind it with like you know because you guys have shot videos and things like that. I mean that's the avenue. I would definitely keep researching for it. Yeah, I just, that's what I need to figure out. Because if you can put it straight on TikTok where that's the only place they can hear it, and that's what I was saying, your stream is gonna go we up way song, faster than it would on YouTube. We have a song right now <laughs> that we sitting on, just waiting to be released. And once we figure out how to do this, it'll go viral on TikTok. I'm mm-hmm. a thousand percent certain it will. Because it because like um um 
Kevin Gates. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find that. Song. Yeah, I figure how like the release it straight through TikTok where can't nobody yeah. else get it but TikTok. Cause that's so, how that YG song is right now. Like I've been looking for it on Apple Music, on YouTube, it's nowhere to be found. But we in the age of people want to be seen, but when they are being seen, they want to be seen doing something the best. And that song is good, and it'll make the people be competitive at following the course. That makes and, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I mean that's all. I mean that's just thinking out of the box. I mean, it, and then because now because think about it, Instagram owned by Facebook and it's changed ever since then. Yep. Once Fa- they came, it became Meta. Yep. And then you don't even see. Um, I don't even see some of my friends' stuff at all. I see. I always see his ads. Um, I'm gonna try try not to do this. There we go. So it's this song that it, that was only on. This song has 17 million views on YouTube, but it's it's not released on Apple Music. I think as of a month ago. Should I sit in here all day? I ain't, I don't need no bitch no net. 17 million. Now when I get now I ain't gonna lie when I get somewhere else. It's I that Dear God song. So the part that's coming up that's on TikTok and blew it up. So that 10 seconds, every white person in the world put it on on their video. (laughs) That part right there, and you know, and and it just blew up. Just that, just that, that small snippet. Yeah, it was good enough for me to go find the song. Yeah, and then try to like I have Apple Music, I don't have to pay for the songs or whatever. But I was like, I want that song, and then I couldn't find it. And and it's 17 million views on YouTube. Mm. I mean, it paid. I don't know the. I don't know that this is it, but it could all be strategic. I mean, if you're already getting money, yeah, getting money behind it on YouTube, let's get more money off of it on YouTube. And you don't get less it money with YouTube than you would like off Apple Music or something else. Like YouTube, you got to get literally a million views to make like $5,000. Yep. And now with but the like, new don't really make sponsor revenue and stuff, like right now, TikTok is paying for um, shit. Um, the chick B Love, she getting a hundred thousand a month off of YouTube, but, but she's a cool. blogger. But a lot of us, yeah, a lot of it's going, off, it's going off streams though, right? She, she, she's the one that uh eat nothing but seafood, and she had the famous people yeah, come she on her stuff. Got millions of views too, though. Like, yeah, like if you add up all the views and then people going back to rewatch it and stuff, replay factor all that, then it might add up to that. Yeah, she been getting she been getting money off YouTube for years. Yeah, because if you go into Facebook too, if you post videos or on YouTube, there's a thing that we can read is like how many people made it through a minute or three minutes or stuff like that. 
Yeah. Because on podcasts, it used to just be about who downloaded it. Mm. Now it's about how f- some of us, how f- how long they listen to it. Yeah. And then you see, like YouTube, I think they got to listen to like, is it 15 or 30 seconds before it even counted as a stream? I think so, yeah. yeah. It may have changed because what happened was sponsors were coming in, throwing a bunch of money, and they were coming to find out that like, some of, the, some of the numbers weren't true. Like in podcasting, what happened was they were farming them out. So like in third world countries, they yeah. were like they were they were basically just constantly downloading to, to draw their numbers, and that's how they mm-hmm. were able to get because sponsorships really the money. But but mm-hmm. and also with TikTok, it's also sponsorships. They're making money off like sponsors, and that's how like those influencers are doing it. Mm-hmm. But because um, I know I saw a couple of people. Um, there was a girl. Um, uh, what is his name? He has he has long hair. He's a rapper. He just put a new song out. Russ. Yeah, okay. Russ is now Russ. He's independent. Now what Russ did? What, what that girl <coughs> did was he he goes anybody duet this and this was on TikTok duet this and then I'll put you on the verse. She'd always been doing her own. She'd always been rocking over other people's beats and putting her doing her own verses and then she did it. He loved it. Now she's signed to his record label and on tour with him off of a fucking TikTok video. Mm. She has skills. She's talented. Great setup. But, like, she'd have her mic set up, great lighting, and high-quality video. And then she just fucking... Yeah. Yeah. And now... And then she, she just... Um, I think they were in Seattle. And she came out on stage or whatever. And she did her verse. And everybody knew who she was just from fucking TikTok. Mm. So, like I said, TikTok's the way to go right now because it's still... There, no one's bought it yet. Yeah. And no one's changed all the rules yet, so TikTok's TikTok's the way to go. But it's it's all about like the quality of like Gary Vee would say post constantly, mm-hmm. post constantly, and everything like that. But you know another thing they got like it's you can uh, like how you said advertising, where you can pay for like paid advertising. You can do paid advertising yep. where you can market your product on there, like kind of like promote it, Instagram, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so there's an algorithm, like a lot of hip hop pops up on mine. Um, now black women are pop up on mine um, because the other day we were having a conversation. <laughs> we were having a conversation of like who were you know who was you really attracted to growing up? I said Nia Long and Friday. I said Holly Holly Berry, and then I brought up Janet Jackson, and I brought up Lake Varghese. I'll say by the bell. Yeah. So my phone listened, and guess who's popping up? Black women on TikTok. Damn. And then the other day we were talking about how there's a shortage of pilots, and guess what showed up on my Facebook feed to apply for it? Would you like to go to flying school? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. Well, that's the man. crazy thing about the phones nowadays. You can be talking about anything, and it, it'll pop up in your feed. Government needs to send me a check. Big check. Government check. Man. If it shows up, I'll let you guys know. Are you in the meta world? Uh, I looked at it, but no, I haven't played. No, I, <laughs> I don't even like the real world, so you want me to go into the fake world. <laughs> No, nah, man, it's like they've already had rapes in Meta World already. What? <laughs> Do you not know that? No. Nah. Oh, a reporter went into the Metaverse or whatever, and then like so, some dude raped her. She was a reporter. Sexual assault. No, that was a sexual assault. I'm sorry. But there's been cases of rape in Metaverse already. <laughs> Who do you have? Cyber sex with her? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. That's what... I read two or three articles on it, and I'm like, dude, they're already... Is this real? You for real? Yep. Oh, man. They're already fucking up the metaverse. What it is is like that dude who's a, sitting in his basement at his mom's house in the metaverse, and now like, like he came up and made sexual advances, like touched her metaverse boob and all that stuff. 
Dang. And then also there's a guy who I saw on TikTok who is living constantly in the metaverse. Mm. Never takes it off. I mean, like, he's fully enamored um, uh, with metaverse. Mm. You know, the Oculus. That's yeah. what they want. That's that's exactly what they want. They yeah, want yeah. people to detach from the real world. Yeah. So when he pees, he like like or takes a shit or whatever. He he's like he leaves it on to do everything. Damn. Mm. And when he goes to sleep, he goes to sleep. I'm just like fuck that. But I mean, it's gonna help a lot of dudes that can't get women now. I guess. How? how what's the satisfaction from? I don't know. <laughs> Do you, I mean, have you seen Ready Player One? Yeah. Yeah. So he's seen. So he, you seen it yet? Nope. And yeah, it's, it's, it's on crazy. Facebook. I mean, uh, Facebook. It's on uh, Netflix. Nah, I don't think it's on there. It was on HBO. I don't think it's on there no more. The HBO app. Yeah. I was looking for it last week. It wasn't on there. Shit's crazy, man. Like I said, is everything yeah. we get that's great gets fucked up, right? Facebook was a great thing for friends, and then someone's eighty-year-old mom has to start talking about politics, right? Yeah. <laughs> Instagram was great, and then what happened? Fucking Facebook bought it, and now it's nothing but fucking ads every time you try to scroll through it. I think Instagram fell off when they kicked Boosie off. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I heard Twitter was the point was a porn hub now. Oh yeah, Twitter? yeah. That's why Chris, oh, yeah, yeah. Chrissy Mack posts, posts most of her stuff on Twitter and to promote her OnlyFans like she's nude on, on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, you can see everything. There's no... Man, I haven't been on Twitter in, like, that's years. The, that's the main app I use, Twitter. For the, There's a lot more news articles. So, like, for example, when the school shooting happened, yeah. it'll give you, like, five different sources to read. So, not like when you go to Facebook, like... It, if you go to Facebook, it'll say school shooting. It gives you one person right there. So if you go over to Twitter and, and go to the search, it'll actually show you five or six different sources to be able to go through. I don't really tweet or anything like that. I just follow things like I follow a bunch of technology groups and stuff like that. And then a bunch of music groups or music things like that. So a lot of articles because it's kind of like the Amber, Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, right? Yeah. What it did was it gave you two or three different... Um, Two or three different sources. That way, you're not reading just one slaying on it. So, what happened with that? What was the verdict? He won. So, I think he, she's got, he's got to pay her two million. I think she's got to pay him fifteen million. So, and and he uh, in the UK he was found liable for it, but here he wasn't. I mean, that's the whole. It just it's a fucked up situation. So, what what exactly was he accused of? Um, she wrote the, an op-ed, right? She wrote a story and didn't mention his name, but come to find out that everybody knew it was about Johnny Depp, and he lost everything. Like, he was fired from Pirates of the Caribbean, fired from the the second version of Harry Potter, the the wizard or whatever. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But anyway, Damn, he'd have been good in that. And plus, he's already spent... He was in the first one. Plus, he spends a million dollars a month or whatever. Basically, he's accused of hitting her... Uh, bruising her face, um, sexual assault against her, and all kinds of stuff. Wow. But come to find out, like everybody that they called, they've basically disproved what she was saying. Like she claimed that he pushed Kate Moss down the stairs, and Kate Moss was like, "Yeah, he never pushed me down the stairs." And so, and then she's like, "Well, he's always high and drunk." Well, as soon as he came home, she would have cocaine and alcohol set up for him. So I, she was, she's crazy, right? Yeah, delusional. And then she's saying that, well, this set back women a million. No, it doesn't. It means like, if I'm accused of something, 
I want to be proven found guilty. And, yeah. But it's not that way, right? It, in our society now, is like we're we're guilty right before it happens, or yeah. we're, or someone thinks they're innocent right before they happen, or when they're charged with something. Yeah. I mean, and that's the sad problem about it is there's, and you can be found not guilty in a court of law, but people. I mean, think about it. if I'm accused of murdering somebody, right? And I didn't do it; had nothing to do with it. But I'm still going to lose my job before the trial. That's like this Tory Lanez and uh, Meg Thee Stallion shit. Yep. Yep. We supposedly shot her in the foot, mm. and it never happened. Yeah. <clears throat> so, we're almost at our hour here, but I have a couple of questions left. Okay. Have you been following the game on, on his um, press tour? No, what do you do? He said he's the best rapper out there. No, he's not. He said that um, he's nice, but he's not the best. He said he has more classics al- more classic albums than Fifty Cent. Like I had no problem with the game when he first came out with the, his song or songs or whatever. I was like, oh, pretty good, produced by Dre or whatever. But I can't think of any other album besides his first one either. Who the game? Yeah, he LAX. Got, uh, he got a lot of albums. Weird year No, but what I'm talking about as cl- considered classics in hip hop. I think game game he. I wouldn't say he the best, but I say he's underrated. Yeah, he's like he didn't he haven't got his just due because like lyrically he, he's he's, he's nice he lyrically. No, no, I'm not disagreeing. And he got with classic that. songs. He got like if you like, I really listen. I listen to. I hear a lot of his music on Pandora. Like when I'm listening to like Nipsey Hustle Station and stuff like that, he got a lot of songs. And he's really like he got a whole bunch of stories in his music. Like he is, I think he's underrated. I say he's underrated, yeah. but I wouldn't say he's the best rapper. Yeah. And that, just some of the stuff he's been saying, um, it's just been funny to me. He's trying to sell records. He yeah. must have an album on the way. Well, he do, no, he does. And that's the whole point. Yeah, that's what it is. He got an album on the First, way. First, he went after Eminem saying that he wants to um, battle him in verses, that he would, they would beat him. They're and, two different lanes. And then, and then, but in an interview like three years earlier, it was just like, yeah, we don't mess with the white boy. So it's like, why. Why are you digging all this stuff up? I think he buzzed sore because he didn't get he didn't get invited to the Super Bowl. There it is. Simple as that. And then M said he wouldn't do it with, think without fifty. I think that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of doing it that way, I was trying to find um, trying to see if I can find some of it. But I was just he said he said he wouldn't do the show without fifty. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> why? Because Eminem discovered fifty. No, I knew that. <laughs> so is it like if fifty? Eminem probably still got his hand in 50 pocket. <laughs> if 50 sell records, Eminem probably making something. <laughs> yeah, because he got, I mean, he signed he signed him to Shady Records for $1 million. Yeah. So, um, and then he also said that he um, was paying a million dollars to stop, um, stop calling it, um, not G Unit, but he made it. G Unit. G Unit, yeah. <laughs> oh, we ain't supposed to say that. Why not? Any band? What's that? Any band to say that? I don't know. It's, it's against the law. Where is it at? Here? Nah, hey, look, man. Eminem, Eminem is Eminem, and we, I like Eminem. He's one of the fucking good MCs. Great MCs. He raps fella. You know what I'm saying? Ficky, ficky, ficky. He do all that shit. Eminem. I, and, and, and I used to think Eminem was better than me. So what you saying right he now? He not. He not. He's not. Challenge, hey, hey, challenge it. Game, you don't want to go versus against Yes, Eminem. I do. What do you mean? Yeah, I do. <coughs> what the fuck you mean? 
So what you trying to say? Hey, What's that on? Drink, drink cup champs, champs or million dollars worth of games? Drink champs. So that's this. I think that was about a month before his album dropped, and then he just kept bringing up people to say this and say that. Yeah. I don't blame him for marketing, but like I said, is um, and it's funny is that Eminem never says anything. It's always Royce the Five Nine that that's like a spokesman for Eminem when it comes mm-hmm. out. So I I mean like I said was it's just weird. Like I said is had a lot of respect for him. Just start saying stupid shit though. Yeah. But the, his um and on one interview they said how asking him how much he's worth and stuff like that and then he goes starts going through his shoe collection, his car collection. I'm just like, dude, just why bring all that stuff up? I mean, I think I like the quiet rappers, maybe that's my problem. Like people that you just no game just lost his publishing to a female. Who, who? On some like Megan and Stallion Tory Lanez type situation. What happened? Uh, she tried to sue him. She sued him, and he said, "I ain't giving that nothing." And pretty much, the the judge ended up giving up his publishing. Damn. <laughs> like a percentage of his publishing took a lot of his stuff. Like he lost a lot. Damn. And then she was like, basically, she tried to say that he raped her or touched her inappropriately or something like it. just something small. And she made it bigger, and with him being of his status, yeah. they can get you for anything like Tory Lanez. What the reason they? I think the reason they got Tory Lanez is because he wanted to go independent. He was exactly. He was already done with his contract. He fulfilled that, and he was about to really make some money. Yeah. So uh, you don't want to sign to us? We gonna give you more money? Nah, I want to do my That's own like thing. NBA young boy. He on his last year. He on his last deal. And I guarantee, if he don't resign and try to go nah, independent, gonna they gonna throw me back in jail. I don't think he know how to manage money. He probably ain't got nothing saved up. Or nothing he one of the biggest. He the big one of the biggest young artists with like fifteen kids. Charles Porter real. <laughs> Charles Porter real. He got he got he got the ear of these young kids. Yeah, he got influence. Yeah. What do you think about the other ones that were arrested for racketeering? Oh, you talking about YSL? Yep. <sighs> Because when they did the interview, they were at, what, 20 deep in there with them? Yeah. I'm not fully knowledgeable of that one. So basically, that's how they did the RICO. That's what yeah. the, the RICO was created because of the mafia, right? So you could basically go after yeah. a bunch of people at once. Now, they went after Young Thug. Young Thug is over YSL. And he, I don't know if it was him, but he was the one that supposedly put the head out on Lucci. And that's why Lucci went to jail, because he killed one of his people. And then while he was in jail, they put a hit out on Lucci, and they got Young Thug on the cell phone saying it. Like, one of the guards or whoever brought him a cell phone, and it was tapped. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because they, and this just sounds weird, it's because they made it, right? But the thing is, they 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 have, they have stuff that'll stick on him, but outside of that, they have minute evidence, and the only thing they have on him is his lyrics. And that's what they're fighting for now, trying not to use the lyrics against the artist saying it's art. But they do have the the wiretap or the the phone tap. They do have the the records of him renting a car and giving it to the dudes or whoever it is that went to go do some killings. And you know what I'm saying? So it's it's stuff they have on them, but mm, it's a slippery slope. But why? why So, and this is a great question because I I know I grew up rough. (laughs) And like we've talked about, like not everybody had everybody had their own challenging childhood, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if, you, but like, 
I make money. I don't have to go back and live in government apartments or trailers. And I don't feel bad for leaving them. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. And I I wouldn't care if someone made me feel bad and I moved out of my hometown. I'm like, you know, you know, like there was people like, Why do you want to move from here? I'm like, I want to move to something bigger, better and be able to do more, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel like in in music though, especially in, in hip hop, like it's some of it's frowned upon. Like, you know, like you never come to the hood no more. Right? Well, and I'm why? like Which, I, well when it so comes I, I saw an interview about this where people were like um would still go back and 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 stay in the projects and stuff like that just so they you know like hey i mean i'm talking about millionaires like people had well maybe not millionaires but people who had money i just yeah. feel like it's basic psychology people say once you get enough money or once you get you know millions that uh enhance the person that you truly want to be you know some people are kind-hearted some people nasty some people mean and it's obvious if if he really get convicted for all of that, it's obvious that that's the person that he really was. Yeah, and because that 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 makes me think though is he like, didn't like he didn't did like give back. he didn't gave back to a lot of people. He brought a lot of people out the hood. Like Lil Baby wouldn't even be a rapper if it wasn't for Young Thug. Young Thug paid him to go to the studio. He gave him ten thousand dollars when he first got out of jail. He was like, if you if you stay out the streets, just go to the studio. I give you ten thousand. He gave him ten thousand cash. And like he started making music, next thing you know, it was up. Now he like one of the biggest rappers in the game right now. Mm-hmm. But even in no matter what, whether it's hip hop or whatever, there, I still feel like there's there's still so much jealous jealousy for people who make it, no matter what it is, whether it's acting or having a film, whatever it is, right? No matter what race it is, I feel like there's so much jealousy. But hip hop is getting people killed. Like the the rapper that was killed in Memphis was basically over almost like jealousy. He's talking about Dolph. Yeah. Nah, it wasn't it. <laughs> what was the, what was this? I care not to talk about it. Let's just say it was more street related. Let's just say. But that's what I'm saying is though, like it's there's there's still a lot of it has to start from a certain point, and a lot of it starts from jealousy. He was like, but you got to think, okay. If we and me and you, we we got an issue. Like, okay, this is from what the the media talk about. Yo, baby mama. Come at me. I start messing with her. And then you try to get me to you try to sign me to your label. But at the time you try to sign me, I already got money. Already, so I don't really need your help. I'm already doing it independently. And I decide not to sign to you, so you get mad. Then somehow I don't know where they the friction came, but they the artist start dissing me. He started dissing that artist. And he kept saying the artist's name. Like if somebody if I keep saying your name in a song, I'm dissing you talking about you a I didn't fuck your baby mama. I'm doing this. Like yep. you ain't gonna, you gonna want to kill me too, ain't you? Like you gonna be like, man, he's, mm, I gotta me, get rid of him. He's me, a problem. Uh, me, no. But and it wasn't not like he. But was, it wasn't. But he, if, but if me and King are like, you gonna let him get away with that? You gonna let him keep talking? And guess what? It's people around you. you. you people around you gonna gas you up and well, dang. Well, you remember this. where you from, right? You know mm-hmm. how we do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you especially like if you rapping about street music, yeah. they gonna like they gonna look at you like, are you soft or something? You letting him talk about you? He said he hit it's your just, baby mama. He calling you all kind of bitches and hoes and all this in the music. Y'all gonna have to meet. I mean, there was so much. I mean, like obviously with, with Biggie and Tupac, that that goes way deeper than, than people think, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. there was beef there, but like there was so many diss songs. You know, like Jay and Nas diss each other like really bad. He said. 
left a condom on your baby mama's, you know, seat or whatever, right? <laughs> it was in. Uh, did you ever listen to those old diss songs? I heard. I only heard Ether and uh, like I heard the, what the whole Blueprint was about. Not well, not well, the whole Blueprint. Yeah. So the, there was like yeah, two or three yeah. songs or whatever. Like they said some bad shit, right? And mm-hmm. then nobody got killed from it. Right? But they were already friends. I, I feel like that was a money move for both of them at the time. You know, they mm-hmm. they they had it. Uh, understanding, okay, we're going to do this. It's all publicity, so let's go ahead and put it out. They already say we the best, so let's give them a little something to pick size, and it ended up working out for both of them. Yeah, not only that, Jay-Z's a businessman. Look, you see where he is now. He's a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of his hair? So is Nas. Hmm. Nas, Nas ain't no billionaire. He, man, he... Well, actually, I read an article about how much he's invested in stock and some crypt- well, crypt- uh, crypto kind of guy. <laughs> Uh, he's up there. <laughs> he, he's up there. Nah, I don't know he up there. But he took his money and reinvested it. So, what I'm saying is, if you're able to come out of a situation like I have in my <laughs> life and be able to help people, and then you guys, whatever, right? Like this shouldn't be frowned upon. Yeah. But I still feel like no matter what, human nature is like. Frowned even at this point that we at, it's people that don't necessarily like us because of the I've status a, that we have. I have a long list. <laughs> it's a long line. But Man, I'm, but I'm okay with it though. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> but I cut out all the negative people in my life. Yeah. If you're negative, I'm done. Right? I don't. And that want... kills them even more when you ignore them. Yeah. I, my, I I have a really bad habit, and I struggle with, it, and that's why I text you to like to come down because I like I love spending time hanging out with you. We have great, but I have a tendency just to disappear. Not because I don't like you, not want to be around you. Just I'm 42 years old. I, I work, and I know 42 is not old. Whatever. But you see, my point is like. Yeah. I don't need attention. Yeah. Like I could sit on that couch for the next twelve hours and be cool. I won't I won't be lonely. I won't be sad. It's just that's that's just how I grew up. That's just the way I am. Right? He's the only child. No, I have a brother. Ah, uh, okay. I have a brother. <laughs> Me and my brother lived in an apartment about this size growing up. Ah, uh, okay. So and, but I mean my kids are teenagers and then so they do their own thing. Steph does uh, her two jobs or whatever, so I and I'm gonna go to Milwaukee, so I'm be in a hotel by myself. The scariest person is someone who could be by themselves and be okay. I guess I'm scary, man. Yeah, me too. I'm cool with it. I mean, because if you can be, if if you don't have to pick up the phone and reach out to somebody to, to get validation or hey, what you doing? Then it, they say that's the person who's already conquered a lot of their inner inner beast it's or whatever. Like, yeah, once you didn't did it so long, it's like you used to it. Yeah. I kind of prefer to be like I'm an introvert. I'm somewhat of an introvert. I'm, I can do social. I can do crowds, but after a while, I just need to just cut everything off. Like, no. like it's nothing personal. If I don't answer my phone, I talk to you tomorrow. Let me get my mind right. I got to yeah. figure out what's going on. Like, yeah. like, anybody can call me. I'm not answering. It could be my mother, anybody. If ain't nobody dead, if it ain't somebody dead or something, or something going on really important, text me. If not, I don't want to be bothered right now. Let me just focus on what I need to focus on to get, get myself together. It's the hardest thing is to tell people no. That's the hardest word is no. Like, no. Yeah. Because because we don't because we feel guilty about being selfish at, and that's the part you have to learn is you have to start being selfish yeah. to yourself. I mean, but being selfless can get you in a bad position or get you hurt. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, because the way I look at it is, is if somebody doesn't want to talk to me, I'm like, cool. I don't get upset about it. I don't blow their phone up. I'm like, hey, why don't you talk? I don't do that. I'm like, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're good. I'm good. I just, it's just, it's a switch that I have that's not a healthy thing. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. Yeah. But I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't ever get mad. I'm not going to let anybody get me emotional. 
Like that doesn't deserve to get me emotional. My kids can get me emotional because there's love. You know, Steph, yeah. Steph can get me emotional. <clears throat> That's the only people. My old lady and my kids. My mom can get me emotional just yeah. because she's your mom. My yeah. Mom, yeah. But other than that, you know, I loaned someone some money. They were supposed to pay me back. They have it. And I'm just like, eh, it's a loss. I just moved on. Yeah. I mean, karma is karma come back around. So it'll come back to you if it's a good way or a bad way. However you send it out, so it's going to come back. Because I think you. at times we forget we're blessed. I mean, look what mm-hmm. we're doing right now. We're talking to microphones and and. Hundred, yeah. everybody don't have the luxury to do it. Thousands of people are more going to listen to this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and judge the fuck out of us. So fuck them and fuck those kids. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> but but no, I mean that's the whole point. Is not just to take a turn. Is as you get older, it's like you want to spend time with people that you can have a conversation with, and then that's not going to ask anything of you. Yeah, right. It's hard finding. Well, I would say the older you get, the the better concept of time you have. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like time time gets away. Like I said, too. Lucy just graduated. Con graduates next year. Yeah. Like they're graduated. Like they're about. So, like they're. So you like pushing pawpaw? Uh. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think with them. I had my first one at twenty two. Okay. And I was married, so I I think they. But then again, it's different. Is they grew up in a two parent household. They grew up. They were blessed to have that. I didn't have that, right? Yeah, so they yeah. grew up with structure. Yeah. And so at times, like I get jealous and envious of them, right? Yeah. You know, because they have like there was a dude here to be like, no, like you're a fucking idiot, right? Yeah. I say that a lot. Like, are you dumb? I mean, you gotta look at it like this though. They're representation of you. Like you, they getting what you didn't get to have. Like, yeah. When he came in to meet you and he saw you, it just he's they're real respectful. Now, if you're not here. I, I read this quote that said, if your kids are quiet and respectful in public and they act the ass at home, that's because they feel comfortable at home. They can be themselves, but they know, like, hey, if I'm not here, I need to represent. So, mm-hmm. And that's all I hear about my boys. Like, yeah. when they used to go over to people's houses, like, hey, do you beat your kids? I'm like, no. They're like, well, they haven't moved <laughs> off this couch. Because oh. <laughs> I was poor, and I was like, if I broke some, my mom would be pissed. Yeah. She's like, how the fuck are we going to pay for this? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't use anybody else's bathroom. Like, I would go pee outside. Like, I was so paranoid of breaking something. Nah, man. <laughs> well, we would, well, growing up, we were just, well, I was taught to always respect the person's house you're going over. Yeah. And then my pops, pops instilled that a lot in me, too, because my friends would come over and be like, hey, can I get a, they would just go in the fridge, take shit out. My pops would lose his shit. I think King had to tell you something, too. What do you have to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> Why you ain't never come to the studio? Uh, because we went out of town during that time. That was the one night, and I said, just let me know when you want to reschedule, and we never rescheduled. When you want to come? Uh, <laughs> when I get back from Wisconsin. I'll be in uh, Wisconsin. Oh, before I go, um, before we go, happy Father's Day. Thank you. Same to you. Uh, since you have 93 kids. <laughs> if you, I mean... So, Tro, do you have kids? I got like 15. I only 15. got one. I got one. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. I just didn't want to assume you had a kid. Yeah, I got one. I didn't know. Cause got we got a five-year-old. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. So, he ha- he should have a kid for whatever age you need. So, if you need a play date, get yep. a hold of King. I definitely do. He can help you with teenagers. <laughs> three boys, three girls. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to going over there. Um, but Have you met the little gangster? That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, me and AP uh, had the pleasure of meeting um, the kids on Friday. Yep, that oh, was yeah. all of them. That was all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and, little one, she run the show, though. 
And then we invited him over to uh, Lucci's graduation <laughs> party. And uh, it was a pool party or whatever. And I was just like, uh, I was like, he's not going to show up. And AP's like, why? I was like, he don't want to deal with those kids around a pool. Hell no. And I was like, I was like, he just didn't have the heart to tell me. And like, we <laughs> like, and I was, we were laughing. And AP goes, would you? I was like, fuck, no, I ain't taking that many kids anywhere. <laughs> I, now, like, I, I had honestly planned on coming because that day my lady, she had uh, took the girls and I had the boys. But they wanted to go see Top Gun, so I'm like, well, you can go swimming, and, you know, I'm thinking about the food. Shit, let's go eat, and, you know, partying. Oh, yeah. Those walking tacos were on point. Man, I already know. And then, I already know. And then uh, They want to go to the damn movies to see Top Now, it was a good movie, but damn, we could have went swimming. That's another hom- homosexual movie like the first <laughs> one. <laughs> have you seen The Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Uh, I heard about Not it. Not the new one, he no. He told me about it. No, I saw oh, the yeah, trailer. Oh, yeah, he told me about it. <laughs> no, the first Top Gun's a bunch of dude in cut-off shorts playing sand volleyball with glistening on their chest. And like I, that's. And then the second one, it's, I don't want to see it. I, I don't like Tom Cruise. He's a crazy Scientologist. He's done some bad shit to people, but we always forget, we always forgive him because he's Tom Cruise. And he right. playing Buzz Lightyear? No, that's Chris Evans playing Buzz Lightyear. Oh, okay. Now, I, <laughs> I was watching the news today, and that's banned in a, several countries because of the. Uh, they have a scene in there where it's uh, male, you know, two men kissing. Uh, which one? The new, but the new Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear movie. Ah, uh, oh, probably China. <laughs> China, Pakistan, uh, somewhere over in the Middle East, and China, and I forgot where else. If you want to see something funny, um, you see a lot of companies are showing. Um, Happy Pride Month, right? Which is awesome. I love it. But there are other companies like Twitter's and other comp and other uh, countries. Nope, definitely not doing it. It's just it's just weird. Yeah. It's just like I said, the the, the country's so real, real a weird world. So what song? Do you guys have a song you guys want me to play out? I have I have Apple Music, I have YouTube. Any song you guys want to play? It doesn't have to be your own. It could be whatever you guys something that you're feeling. <laughs> uh, you got you got you got uh what's it called Bluetooth? Can I mean like, can I airdrop? You can airdrop it, yeah. Let me see if I got it in here. My watch said it's time to stand up. My watch is a pain in the ass. <clears throat> do you have to be on? Yeah, because you're on my Wi-Fi, right? Huh? You're on my Wi-Fi, right? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't think. Oh, uh, it might be. Yeah, I look like I am. I don't want to see you sitting outside trying to use my Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, uh, dang, you don't got it on yours, do you? What's the, what's the song? It's called Love Jones. Love Jones? Yeah. No, no, I don't have it. You ain't sent it to me. I know I got it in here. Hold on. I think it's right. Okay, here we go. I can airdrop it to you right now. Okay. Uh, where's the air? Yeah. Are you connected? Yeah, I'm connected to the Wi-Fi and everything. Hold on. Uh, well, if you can just give me your email, I can forward it to you. It just still, it should still have it in there. Why is this not? Well, uh, that's weird. Oh, I think I know. Do you have my number saved in Is there? it Brian J. Robbins? Yeah. 
I clap. Wait, throw out my government name. <laughs> oh, my bad. Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I just sent it to you. I'm about people buying shit now my name. <laughs> now everybody knows it's Brian J. Yeah, I just sent it through. Uh, it's actually. That's my next single. Well, my single, I'm about, I'm, we working on a video for it right now. Like, as we speak. Like, not right right now, but like this week. Last week, this week, we shooting. So who directs it? The the music videos. Right now is I'm doing the, I'm doing most of the editing, but filming I'm having I got my cousin snacks on the beat he doing the filming. And then we got King in there acting he doing his acting thing on there. Mm-hmm. There it is it just showed up. And when you kind of listen, I just want to give you a heads up because I know it, go, it might go over your head because it go over a lot of people's heads. You got to think of movies on the second verse. Think of like love movies. Why would you think it go over my head? Because like when most people hear it, they just think I'm rapping. <laughs> kind of like the wet dreams. You know how we used a lot of movies and stuff like that. The movie scheme. You just like to hurt my feelings before you oh, leave. Is that what my you're doing? That's, that, that's fine. That's fine. So, I mean, you're, you're good to go on that one. So, But we'll get it. it just download it on here. Hey, how you doing? Let's see here. All right, so what we need to do is, before we play that one, let's make sure everything's good to go on this one first. All right, it's good. Give out your social media. Anything you guys else you want to throw out there? Okay, I'm going to go first. Uh, Right now, I'm currently on TikTok at TrillionCuts317. T-R-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-U-T-Z 317. I got some funny content on there, and I got some music, so make sure you follow me. King Charming, 11. All the, show too. all the way across the board. Yeah, we do have a show, uh, Father's Day. Well, it's currently sold out, but I'm with the Made Man Improv, and we have an improv show. This is our 20th sold out show, so. Is it improv comedy? Mm-hmm. I wish I loved improv. Yep. you never just, seen it? No, I just don't like You got to go to I don't one. like improv. You got to go to one. I, I will go. It's, it's, I, it's a vibe. It's no, different. I have no doubt that there's be great because like or whatever, but I had a couple of bad experiences at improv, and I was just like, oh, they put you on the spot. No, no, watching it, mm. okay. and I sat there for an hour, and it felt okay. I'd rather have a prostate exam by Freddy Krueger. No, 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 it's different. It's kind of like have you ever you ever seen you watch Wild and Out? Yeah, except for Wild and Out's pre written. For my, yeah, see, that's they, what I heard from someone. They just else. be going on the fly with it though. T, uh, our buddy on uh, Packass, if you bring up Wild and Out, he did. Comedy championship, something over there in Avon or whatever. I can't remember the name of it, but and then like it's scripted. I'm like, that's a TV show. Uh, okay. Like, you can't have mistakes on a TV show. Yeah. They were just in uh, Indy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. They, yeah, dude was on the spot. He was rapping about the city and everything. The uh, so what's the name of the song again? Love Jones. All right, we're going to go out to this as always. It's great to see you guys. Uh, thanks, Thank you for having us. Thanks to yeah, the thing. Appreciate you. The, uh, the AC seems to be working again. <laughs> so I'm happy about that, uh, but no, like I said, like you know, we can you guys can always come down and when you guys get your when you release music, send it to me. I'll play it on one of the outros of the songs and stuff like that. Because okay. Patcast does a lot of local stuff. Um, they play a lot of local artists and stuff like that. They all grew up around MLK and 21st and stuff like that. Okay, <laughs> you like them? You said 21st and MLK. Yeah, like Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I can, but it, I can only have so many black people in the studio at a time. <laughs> That'd be five. We may have to rotate in and out. Oh, man. This is when Nate, my co-host who's black, gets mad at me. He's like, you're 
it sounds racist. Like, no, it's not racist. It's funny because it's Greenwood and I have no <laughs> black neighbors. Well, no, no. I'll tell you this before I left. Because I was like, because one day we had, uh, it was me and like, we were doing a bunch of podcasts. So there was like four, like for when I first been in, my neighbors been to be like, they just walk in this back room and then they just walk out later. Like, I don't know what they're doing back there. Because a lot of times is, uh, um, some people will just um, smoke weed right there on the patio, whatever. Especially yeah. when it gets darker or whatever. I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So there's weed, and then there's just all these black people walking in and out the back of my house. Uh. <laughs> when I first, and I was like, someone's eventually gonna call the cops on me. They thought you had a drug, huh? <laughs> they think you were here selling drugs. I know. And then I had Alexis and all kinds of shit. Be like, yeah, <laughs> it's trap house. All right, guys, appreciate it as always. Um, hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, enjoy that heat wave, and then uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. I think I'm going through a love Jones, a love Jones, and this could be a love Jones, a love Jones. I think I'm going through a love Jones, a love Jones, and this could be a love Jones, a love Jones. Okay, now maybe I'm tripping for thinking chivalry still exists. I looked in the mirror and had to ask myself, who is this? Cause I've been in feelings, but never knew one compared to this. See, Cupid's my opposition. He shot and I think I'm here. Shot my shot and I caught a brick. I'm puzzled like, what is what? God showed me 10 pennies and I still can't seem to add it up. Who think I have a crush? My brain in a disarray. Cause she always on my mind. I might have to roll up a J to ease my frustration that I've been facing. It's something new. My my dogs think I'm tripping cause this ain't something I usually do A smooth operator but I can't seem to connect the lines But Stevie can see me waving the ribbon, can't hide the signs I think I'm going through a love Jones A love Jones And this could be a love Jones A love Jones I think I'm going through a love Jones A love Jones and this could be a love Jones, a love Jones. True to the game, I got nothing to lose while chasing the perfect match. But she breaking all the rules and I didn't got too attached. See me, I'm nobody's fool. I pulled this superior next. The last thing that I'll accept is a knife going through my back. We used to be queen and slim, and now we more like the Smiths. She slid out the photograph I couldn't see the pic. She acting like Bella, but at my Jacob, I gotta see for the love of the game. We'll play one-on-one, then I let it be. About last night, we held court, had poetic justice Long story short, it was 50 shades and I think she loved it They say love don't cost a thing, but I'm yelling what's the fee My weakness of brown sugar, I feel she just right for me I think I'm going through a love Jones A love Jones And this could be a love Jones A love Jones I think I'm going through a love Jones A love Jones and this could be a love song.